everybody, since we were talking about Seven Worlds, One Planet today, I decided to do my own expedition. I'm here by myself in the freezing mountains of Antarctica, and uh, I'm looking for a very special penguin. Hey. I'm hoping... Hey, what are you doing? What? Who's that? What's that? Ma'am penguin. Oh, my God. I'm talking to what a penguin. What are you penguin? doing? What is that thing you record? What is that? What are you recording? It's, uh, it's a tape recorder. I'm, I host a podcast. I'm looking for a king penguin. I have a podcast. You have a podcast? Yeah. What's your podcast? I talk about movies. You talk about... I talk about movies. Well, we talk about the inaccuracies in movies. Yeah, that's what we talk about on Bad Science. Okay, it sounds just like mine. Oh, okay. So... What are you doing here? I don't know. I was just trying to get some cool pictures and say that I went I think on... you should leave, man. Why, why is that? I think you should leave, man. Oh, am I disturbing the colony or something? Yeah, you're disturbing the colony. I bring your podcast. Into oh, I see. This, this is about. Get the heck out of here. You just don't. Get the heck out of here, man. Are you just upset you don't have a lot of listeners? Yep. I mean, nope. Did the movie get it right? Bad science. Or will we have to fight? Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bad Science. I'm Ethan Edinburgh, and today we are talking about planet Earth with two of my favorite people in the world. The first one is a good friend of mine. She's a comedian, actor, and writer, Addie Weirich. Hello. Hi, Addie. How are you doing, Ethan? Good. It's been a while since the Tarzan episode. It's been a while since the Tarzan episode, yes. However, I saw you last when we watched Cats. That's correct. That is correct. Which, for the audience, if you haven't seen Cats, go ahead and stop planning to see it. Did you have fun? It seemed like you had a good time. I had a good time, but also, in hindsight, maybe I would have wanted... I, I think the best way to see this movie is to go with 20 people. Yeah, I think you call. have to go as maximum as possible. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be sober if you choose. I just think that really like going with the most amount of people, take over the theater yeah. and then treat it like camp and just clap yep. and sing along. That's correct. And I'm curious to know our other guest's opinion of it because he is an animal man. Oh, uh, sure. Can I call you an animal man? Is that fair? You can call me whatever you like. Wow. wow. Like this guy's really <laughs> okay, nice. Down to clown. Really um, nice. <laughs> this gentleman has worked at BBC Studios Natural History Unit for 23 years, Addie. Whoa, Ethan. I know. <laughs> he has produced and directed series and documentaries, including, including ready for this? Yes. Planet Earth. Whoa. Planet Earth 2. Ah. The Life of Mammals. Okay, Mountain yeah. Gorilla. Okay. The Natural World. Okay. Wildlife on One. Excuse? Lost Land of the Volcano oh. and Lost Land of the Tiger. It's Dr. Jonathan Keeling. My God. Hello, Jonathan. Hi. But I was told to call you Johnny. You can call me Johnny, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Dr. Keeling. Doctor. <laughs> uh, no. well, well, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, back up. Yeah. Um, no, so we, we definitely are there, Johnny. We were speaking a little bit before, and we were speaking about your new project, which is called Seven Worlds, One Planet. Is that correct? That's right. That's perfect. Okay. Well, before we get to Seven Worlds, One Planet, have you seen Cats? Have you? I haven't. I've been really busy for the last four years and I haven't seen (laughs) any movies. There are so many other movies that have come out in the last last four four years. years, I've got got to catch up. I've got a lot of catching up to do, some binge watching. Yeah. I think that there's plenty you can get to before. Put Cats way down on the list, I would say. It was was tough to get. Have you seen the play Cats or do you know about the whole? No, I I just, I did read a review and it said, it was appalling. Yeah, it was appalling. <laughs> I was excited to go with Addie and uh, a few of our friends, and I thought it would be, you know, that classic situation where something is so bad that it's just hysterical throughout. But it wasn't. It was there were some funny parts, but mostly it was just bad. And Confusing I felt bad. like irritated. I, I did it felt like a big prank. Yeah. It but we're not like here the... to talk about cats, Addie. No, not these kind of cats. No, not these <laughs> kinds of cats. Um, so yeah, tell us about this new show. I watched an episode of it already, which was absurdly fantastic, as I'm sure everything yeah. that you 
you've ever created is. But yeah, what was it like? Uh, what? Where can people see it? So it's out on BBC America on the 18th of January at nine o'clock. Well, and um, it's seven episodes. Each episode is a continent. So there's one on Africa, one on Australia, one on North America. And it's the seven continents around the world and different animals that occur on each of those continents. Okay. So it's a bit like planet Earth, but it's broken up into, into continents. I have a question. Go on. Do you have global access? The, the, the flying Ooh. thing, like oh. the pre-check global access no, thing, so you get through I, TSA super fast? I don't. No, I don't. So How do you not what? have this? I know. We end up in lines for like two hours just no. waiting to get our passport stamped. What? I, I feel know. like there should be, especially with planet Earth and the success of it and how it's just, I, I think at least universally known as the best documentary series of all time. Stop shouldn't it. you be able, no, it's that is a fact, my friend. <laughs> That's a fact. You challenge me. Uh, shouldn't you be able to just go up to a TSA person and go, excuse me, planet earth or i just I think that like probably everyone in planet earth should be like this is the year that we all get global access yeah. we can just like i just flew to philly with my friend dave <laughs> who has pre-check and like he you know he's just dave he's just dave he literally is just dave and <laughs> he likes to go to europe sometimes and get really drunk in ireland you know sure. what i mean like that's what he's using global access how did for. he get global access it took like a while but he just you know committed to it johnny Johnny. But is, isn't, I mean, isn't the States the only place that you can do global access? So if we're flying to oh. India or we're flying to China or somewhere, do they do global access? Oh, well, like the word China global to, to me seems like you should well. be able to go everywhere. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like, hey, Earth, I'm not going to hurt But that's anything. just an American yeah. view, isn't it? Like global access means America. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't <laughs> need being to go rude? anywhere else. No, you're not being rude. No. You're being right. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> and just I, being correct. I, I, and you are like reiterating something that I feel while watching Planet Earth and, and all of these documentary series, which is that we are terrible. Do you find that was something I wanted to ask you? Like, Because it is also inspirational and beautiful and, and makes me feel a lot of positive emotions as well. But in general, there's usually a moment in every episode where I just feel like we are the worst species. Oh, we as humans, not we as Americans. Correct. I don't know if it was like planet Earth is showing that Americans. No, the American like, part. This is, this is a wild lion and this is a disgusting New Yorker shoveling two pieces of pizza and a cigarette down his gullet. What, what, what accent's that? Yours. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect impression you of you. You sound like Dick Van Dyke. You sound like Dick in, Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. <laughs> this can just be half the episode, yeah, honestly. Exactly. You guys perfecting... Um, yeah, I don't know. Does that come up? Like how, how much should we harp on how terrible we are? You know, cause there's usually a little, there's a sprinkle of it and then we'll, we'll go to something else. Yeah. No, I mean, in seven worlds, we, we feature some of the environmental stories. It's really important to do that. I think you can't talk about Antarctica without talking about climate change. Yeah. You can't talk about South America without talking about deforestation. So we have some stories of despair, which are really sad and heartbreaking, but we also have some really good stories of hope too. Mm -hmm. So we, we talk in um, Antarctica about whales and whales being uh, hunted until 1986. And then there was a ban on commercial whaling. Okay. And then the whales since then in the last 30 years have made a massive comeback. So we talk about some really nice, positive, uplifting stories as well. Wow. Environmental laws and regulations <laughs> actually help is what you're saying. I have, I, I, I know that you have questions, but I have sure. some questions of my own oh, that oh, I've like always you, wanted to ask. Are you came prepared? Well, well yeah, I've come prepared, but like, I feel like ever since watching any planet earth, yeah. anything, I've had these questions festering. I fire at them. Um, so first, first question uh, for you specifically is how much are you just like 
like waiting around and watching a tree. Mm, good question. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just be like, oh, all the time. That's someone, all we do. That's all yeah. you do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so that's 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 question one. One yeah. A. Yeah. Do you guys like have fun games that you play with each other to pass <laughs> oh, the time? Oh, you must, right? Because yeah, you, there must be just hours and hours of sitting and waiting yeah. for the magic. We, I mean, the thing is, we do. And you obviously we, are not watching movies. Because you know, that's <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you're watching the wildlife. That's better than a movie. You're sitting and watching all the animals coming and doing their thing. But no, we pr- prepare and make sure we're really kind of carefully planned everything. But you do have to sit out on location for weeks and weeks on end and you're getting bitten by flies or, I don't know, um, pouring with sweat or, I don't know, whatever. Right, so what games do you play? What games do you play? Um, I just... I don't know. I I just like watching. I like looking at all the animals. And so your friends, quiet. I know. Yeah, everyone. You have quiet. to be quiet. Yeah. No, and Johnny's friends are yeah. asking him to play games, and he goes, "No." They're like, no, "I'm no, watching." No, the tree. no, you have to. Well, often you're sat by yourself as well because oh. someone else may be sat maybe 50 yards this way, you know, with a camera looking, you know, at the lo- at whatever you're filming, and then you might have a little walkie-talkie, a little radio, and you're saying, "I see it's coming in now." So you have to kind of concentrate all that time. Okay. And that's a really boring answer, isn't it? We should be having some amazing games. No, it's but, not a boring like, answer. I yeah. mean, it's, I guess the answer that I. Expect Expected, but I didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, sorry. You know? It's yeah. not what I wanted, but it is what I I mean, I mean you play mental games, like you look at the clouds and you make shapes out of the clouds or you, okay. you daydream, you know. Are you about- always like a daydreaming kid? Oh, yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah. I just I just love being outside. I, re- you know, I mean, If I think about it, if you think about your life, you think when you're outside, are you ever unhappy? Oh, no. I'm all, that's yes. why I moved to LA. Yeah. I was in New York. I, I didn't realize how unhappy You wanted to I was be in a big in traffic York. jam. <laughs> made, yeah. Well, actually, I'm, I'm, have, I'm lucky because like my, most of my day job stuff, I work from home. So mm. I can like be outside if I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Take walks. And it's honestly, I mean, even traffic jam, like I can put the windows down and play music <laughs> and it's nice outside. Just suck in that. Those fumes. Like, there's exhaust. A, but there's a difference yeah. between being in a car yeah. on the highway and being mm. underground in the subway. Yeah. You know, there's like, it, there's to- and like being packed in with people. Yeah, yeah. Cold. Yeah. New York is fine. I just am so much I, like, okay, we'll get to it. I dislocated my shoulder on Saturday. Oh yeah. Here we go. How, here we go. how did you do that? Okay. I, I got very <laughs> good at skateboarding in one day. So I got a skateboard mm. and then I was like, I and I even, I asked people on Instagram, I was like, should I skateboard or should I longboard? And everyone was like, do both. And then my friend's like, I have them. And so in four hours I had a skateboard so and a longboard. a professional skateboarder, longboarder. Well, the next day I went, I was like, I'm going to go to the, like, um, the little parking lot behind stories, a little cafe in Echo Park. Mm, be a world champion. Well, I'm, I'm just going to push around and <laughs> yeah. skate around. And then I ran and then I just befriended two guys on skateboards who ended up being pro skaters and they kept like forgetting that it was my first day skateboarding. So they were like, oh, have you tried this thing? And I was like, no, I just learned how to ride an hour yeah. ago. But I got good very quickly. And they're like, your learning curve is insane. And I love yeah. to impress men. I do comedy. I love <laughs> to impress skateboarders. You know, uh, I do comedy. But I, but I'm so, uh, but if anyone ever believes in me, I will do it even more, <laughs> which works great with like my parents believed in me. So I like succeeded and achieved. But then, like, you know, uh, even like I picked up juggling for a minute because someone was like, I whilst on the skateboard. You so you were juggling whilst on the skateboard? No, Johnny. <laughs> I was calm a se- down. Okay, sorry. A separate, separate incident. Separate. But on Saturday, we were, I was, you know, we were skating around the thing and they were like, we're going to go to a skate park. And I was like, okay. I belong there. I'll come. And I literally, a friend came and he was like, don't go to the skate park. You're not ready for that. Don't go. And I was like, my gut's telling me that I got to go. Yeah. I met these two pro skaters. That's the other inspirational thing, right? When somebody go. tells you, you can't do it and or you like, shouldn't do it. I was like, no, this is going to be a story. I got to go. Yeah. And I went, and I got to let you guys know, I was crushing it. Like I was going down and up. Like I fell a couple times, yeah. but then I was like doing a really good job. And then the sun was going down and everyone was like, we're going to go home. And I was like, okay, you guys got to get a video of me. We're right. going to go what? Hum. 
Did you say what? going home? Oh, home! I thought home. You said, I thought you said we're going to go hum. No, we're I go thought home. that's a funny thing to do. We're going skateboarding, and now we're just going to sit around and hum. It's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like some Buddhist retreat. Uh, have hum. you ever been to a skate park? It's yeah. just a bunch of choir boys <laughs> get warming up. <laughs> and then we're going to go hum. Yeah, while um, we stretch. But they, um, mm. and I was like, you guys got to get a video of me doing this because yeah. I'm I yeah. got commemorate so good. the victory. Sure. And uh, and so we go down. And I go the fastest I've ever gone, and I just completely eat it, just slam mm. down, and I yeah. stand up, and like just adrenaline is pushing through me and i was yeah. like i dislocated my shoulder and they're like no you didn't and i was like yeah uh, take my sweatshirt off and we took it off and my shoulder was just lower it was oh, like it was oh, like bump that's not funny the bump and i looked at it and i i still have like kind of ptsd flashbacks sure. to were you, looking at my body part were you crying did you cry no Phew, Did well not cry. I was I I, got, tough. I really got to say one I was with two pro skaters who mm. looked very like ghostly like, they, like yeah. they were they were freaking out. Yeah, I mean, out. the fall was bad. We'll show you the video because we'll it's you the oh, video. That's great. I only great. have the video. I mean, I have. That's the only video I have. Was it? Was it slow mo? I can even make it slow mo. I can make it slow mo yeah. for you. Oh, that would be great. But it looks so gruesome because it looks like she nailed her face. It looks onto like I hit floor. my head, but I didn't. So luckily, oh. she didn't. My yeah. face, didn't you? The money oh no, sorry, you look like that normally. Ha 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 ha! Oh wow, her. sick to be quiet with animals. Okay, <laughs> by yourself in a field. No wonder. Um, but I, uh, they were looking up how to put a shoulder back in, like on YouTube, and like that's the best way scared. to do it. You don't need to go to a doctor; just well, look it up on YouTube. Well, well, well the thing is, there was so much adrenaline, and I, and in my head, I was thinking, okay, this adrenaline is going to go away soon, and if I don't put it back in myself, I, it's going to get worse. And mm -hmm. so I, without them, without their help, I like lifted my arm up and then like shrugged it into place, yeah. and we all heard wow. a pop. Yeah, and. Then I like low, slowly lowered it back down, and then I they helped me to my car, and then I drove to a Rite Aid, got a sling, ibuprofen, made the pharmacist put the sling on me. You're your own doctor. Yeah, Went to urgent care. Not only are you oh, so a world champion skater, oh, yes. you are also now yeah. PhD. A, yeah, you're now a, a, a doctor too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I drove. I called my mom to help me keep calm while I drove mm -hmm. to an urgent care. Right. Uh, and then I took an X-ray, and I kept trying to make jokes about it. And I kept being like, this is so funny. Mm. And they were like, is it? And I was like, it is because I just learned how to skateboard. It and is funny. It is funny. It's very funny because yeah. it's not funny, it's sad. And I don't have time. No, it's good. It's it. good comedic material anyway. That's what you've yeah. got to think. An accident is. is actually quite good for you because it means you've got loads of loads of uh, material. I will yes. say, yes, I, I will say 100%. This is giving me a lot of material, um, <laughs> which is good. Uh, I'm also like kind of semi getting over like not an official breakup, but like, <sighs> this person that I, that, like, that, that like we thought that like, oh, like mm. maybe we'll date, but it's like, hey, we're actually not going to. Mm. So I was like already trying to like get over somebody and then I got physical pain, which is so frustrating because it's like, you can, it's hard to like go out and like be single when you're like in a sling and in pain. Oh no, people you know I mean? people will give you sympathy. I was going to say, yeah. Nightingale syndrome. Oh yeah. That a whole thing? Yeah, but then it's like, but I don't want to attract those people. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> you know? fixers. I don't yeah. want to attract someone who's like, I'm only into you because you're broken. Like I don't want <laughs> Right. No, that's your job. <laughs> that's my yeah, job. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. I don't need. You like that. Yeah, I like that. I like to fix broken people. Don't you, Derek? Put Flip it around. And I, I do want to get to animals, obviously. Yes, but we have to know, Johnny, how but you dislocate your shoulder. Right. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I've dislocated both of them. Not I don't Whoa. not that I want to trump you or, you know, beat you, but, but I mean I, I mean I have time two, yeah. to catch up to you. <laughs> I'm I, yeah, 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 I'm hundred years old. Yeah. So I'm no, I just, skateboarding days are not over. Not over. I honestly so, miss it so much. <laughs> I dislocated my left one playing rugby. So I went to make a tackle. I used to play rugby for university and then I got Yikes, uh, super badass. Yeah. And then I got Yikes. got hit by someone as they were running through. I meant to be tackling them and it just popped out, got flung backwards. Came out and I was just laying there like you I just I pulled it round and it 
pop, and it went straight back in again. Yeah. But it stretched so much that then it would come out repeatedly. Whoa. That's what people have been, Yeah, people you have to be careful because like, all the ligaments get super stretched. And well, then, what oh, does that mean? Because everyone, because the, the thing that I hate the most people have been saying is like, well, if you dislocate it once, it's going to happen again. It, it, and I was like, is. don't. Yeah, you Tell have to be that. really careful because I, I would then be sort of, someone would be like broken down in their car and say, hey, can you help me push my car? I'd say, yeah, sure. Start pushing it. And my shoulder would like click and it would come oh out. God. And then I'd fall on the floor behind their car, just rolling around. And they were like, hey, in this, pain? This, like, yeah, in pain. Yeah. This, they'd say, hey, this guy just came to push my car and now he's just rolling on the floor. <laughs> so you have to be careful. It comes be careful up. about what? Just living life? No, yeah. just if you stretch your arms up above your head or you, you know, push on it, just- it, That sounds like living life. That sounds like living life. <laughs> that yeah. Horrible. I mean, you're, you're screwed for the rest of your life. Damn. No, it's fine. It's fine. It, um, I mean, he still accomplished a lot, Eddie. Yeah. yeah, by sitting quiet yeah. in the field watching animals. Yeah. You don't want to do that? That's cool. No. And then the other one I did, I must have like <laughs> strange kind of anatomy that just kind of slightly shallow yeah, shoulders or something. Yeah, you're like yeah. a Lego man. I'm a bit of a freak. So then I was uh, used to do a lot of judo as well. So Same. Think, I have my black belt. So, oh, Whoa. okay. So I did judo for, uni for university. Fight. Yeah, we're going to fight right here <laughs> we're now. Fight. And I was, I went to. <laughs> And both of our elbows are just yeah. going to be like yeah. flopping around like one of those inflatable <laughs> yeah. men. Both of you in pain. <laughs> and we just hear the audio. Yeah. So, and I went to throw someone. Yeah. Uh, what was it? it? I can't remember what the name of the move was anyway. And uh, and I tied Toshi or something. You'll know all these. Yeah. And I went to throw them and they pulled me back oh. and my shoulder came popping out. Jesus. But that one's not, that will never come out again. It okay. was just, just oh, once. Oh, so there you go. That's some hope yeah, right there. But the left oh. one is, was repeated. So then I started doing loads of swimming and actually that's what you have to do is kind of build up the muscle all around it and it holds it in. Oh, that's good yeah, advice. So just loads and loads of swimming. Just get like super jacked. I've been doing a lot of yoga. Was, I, I honestly, I was doing a ton of yoga and like shoulder yeah. strengthening stuff before. Okay, Johnny's making a very judgmental <laughs> face. And I just want him to know that the yoga that I was doing was in a 100 degree room. Oh, Bikram. Uh, not actually. It was like yoga bar, yoga sculpt. Ooh. So it was in a hot room and it was yeah. using the flow, but it also had a lot of, mm. we have a lot of light weights. Were you humming as well? Um, sometimes you say um <laughs> together yeah. for centering. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it works, Johnny. Yeah. Are you, and are you a pro? Are you a pro? Pro yoga person. No, too. but I have my yeah. black belt, so I'll kick your black, ass. Black belt at yoga. Black belt at yoga, really? No. I mean, listen, at, at the place that he's at with all that he's accomplished, I feel like he has the ability to make fun of you till the cows come home. Oh, yeah. no. No pun she, intended. She'll, she'll destroy me, though. Look, she's a comedian. Thank a comedian. Yeah. Her shoulder will come out. In like, yeah. <laughs> she's <gonna be> so <laughs> weak. Okay. Um, what, what, wait, do I have any more questions about the thing? Oh, yeah. Here's my, here's my other follow question about planet Earth in general. The stories that are being told. Um, it, I'm. I'm. What it's I'm. C, expecting, all CGI. It's all made up. Okay. God well, what it. I'm <laughs> expecting is that it that it is like somewhat fabricated or like or like um like this is this lion and we've named this lion and this is this is the person that they love and or the animal the lion the other lion that they love and oh no they're protecting their family and like like there's like a there'll be like character arcs and story oh, arcs. Man, I'm coming from the complete polar opposite direction. I always feel like this everything is so legit about these little families. I just watched one about penguins yeah. and I just felt like Oh, the, clearly these two uh, love each other more than anything in the world. I dated someone who was like this. A penguin? Is you dated a penguin? Yes. Yeah. A very. Weird no wonder you. Sex. No wonder. <laughs> no wonder you split up. I dislocated both of his wings. Yeah. <laughs> I think penguins have dislocated shoulders, don't they? They look. They look yeah, like they do. They've like got those funny little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little waddles. Um, so yeah, what do you say to that? Well. If you've watched Seven Worlds, if you watch it, so here's an example. There's a sequence in the Australia episode. I don't know if that's the one yep, you watched. I watched that one. Yeah. Yep. So there's a dingo in that, that. So it's like the kind of Australian equivalent of a wolf. Yeah. And the dingo's uh, hunting kangaroos and it's a white dingo. And is it the same dog all the way through? What do you think, Ethan? I think so. It's the same dog all the way through. Yeah. And it's a six or seven minute sequence. And it just, I went and directed that and it is definitely the same dog. And How do you know a, that? Oh, because she's got the, 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 the markings that are very particular to her. Yeah. 
and oh, none of the God, none of the other so dogs cute. are white. Actually, all the other ones are brown or black. But she's a white dog, yeah. And she hunts these kangaroos. So no one's ever filmed that before. And we went for six weeks to wow. Australia and uh, filmed this female chasing dingoes, which is it's just incredible. So it's chasing kangaroos, which is extraordinary because she is a sort of small to medium sized dog, yeah. And she's chasing and bringing down the fastest, strongest animals in Australia yeah. just with her teeth. So yeah. yeah, it's an extraordinary sequence. Yeah, and I remember I felt, and this happens to me all the time watching these kinds of documentaries, where I felt instantly bad for the kangaroos because they're adorable. Who doesn't <laughs> love a kangaroo? A little baby in their pouch. <laughs> adorable. Dingoes chasing a, a mom kangaroo with a baby in her pouch. It yeah. looks so cute, and I feel terrible. And then you. You display that she was actually getting food for her children, yeah. and so then oh, okay, that's really yeah. nice, you know. It's I think don't sometimes twist. it's insane watching the Planet Earth shows because I think as humans, we we automatically humanize anything. Oh yeah, like we say, like, oh my car, she needs to get a checkup. Like we always like assign like gender and stuff <laughs> right. to things, and and especially to like oh this is my baby, it's your dog, but like this is my baby, this yeah. is my daughter, you know. And I think that is the one like flaw that like can't be totally analogous of being like oh yeah that dingo is totally me but like i'm not murdering it's over oh, that dingo is murdering but for their family we don't do that to other people and well you do in america yeah damn right we do we do yes i mean yeah. usa well, I mean, we do, uh, usa <laughs> um uh, but 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 i guess good keep that in there um but <laughs> turn that up <laughs> turn, yeah turn it up turn it up um but <laughs> i guess ugh, what i'm struggling with is that sometimes sometimes what i struggle with is that they're all animals, mm. but they're different species. But they all they all have the same kind of behaviors that we have. Not, I mean, yeah. of course, they need to eat. Maybe you know we don't chase kangaroos, and well, actually, some people do. But we don't. We, we don't, don't go like and, eat each other people. Mostly, you hope. Yeah, I mean, we don't show. There's no cannibalism in this series, so there's no animals mm -hmm. eating each other. But there's animals eating like a different species. But yeah. there's right. not. It's not just murder. There's a an amazing sequence in the Australia episode as well, which you might relate to. There's, so there's this little tiny spider. Okay, I'm waiting yeah. to see oh, how man. this relates this to was me. Wild. They're five millimeters um, across. A tiny yeah. little spiders in the grasslands, and the female she goes out hunting. So a little bit of hunting there. And she's, she's called a jumping spider, a jottus jumping spider. And she jumps and she catches these other insects or insects. And then uh, suddenly she sees from behind a leaf, this little kind of hand, kind of a paddle waving at her. And it's a male jottus spider and he is playing peekaboo with her. And so he waves and he, but he's hidden. But he's, he's, hiding, yeah. he's hiding. So it's just on the end of his one of his arms. Is like a, how a, do you and he, how do you find this? And he, That's he, what I was he, he ask. waves his little paddle, and then he waves, and he's trying to sort of change her mood from being one of kind of hunting to, to like playful to, to courtship. And he's trying, or he, he wants to mate her, but he has to be really careful because she might kill him. To kill him, yeah. yeah. Like, hey. So he's like, look at me, look Hi. at me, but don't kill don't me. Kill and me. and hey. it's a really fun thing. So if if you don't like spiders, I mean, I'm I don't mind them, but I'm not a massive fan. But at the end of that, I just I fell in love with spiders. He's so cute. He's yeah. so so sweet. He's got this little hairy hand that he waves. So you, you relate to that. It's kind of a courtship story, maybe. I relate yeah. to that because I'm dating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. if a guy like waves his little hand, Come here. You can... Yeah, because I'm always like, do I wave back or do I eat you? <laughs> yeah, <do> I <laughs> your shoulder will dislocate if you try to wave back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you would be like, ah, I can't do it. It's That's also a funny. risk because if she has mated before, yeah. then it's over. She'll yeah. kill him. Yeah. Right? So. The, the, that species was found. So there was a, a scientist who went out into, the, he went camping somewhere in, in Australia. And then he he took his bags back, went home. And he's a scientist who works on jumping spiders. So he's probably one of the only people on earth who would have been able to tell this. He opened his bag, saw a, a spider five millimeters across, thought, I'll have a look at that. Had a look under his uh, little kind of 
I don't know, what's it got, a magnifying glass or something yeah. Yeah. without burning it in the sun. So I looked at it and then realized that it was a brand new species. And so then went back and said, and then named that. And that was only a few years ago. Wow. So then we found out about that and found out about this little paddle hand waving thing. So we said, we'll go and film it. So that's unbelievable. A, Wait, so yeah, then so how do you go film it? How do you get like a camera that's like that magnified? What, how do you, how do you move the camera slow and How enough? do you find it? Wouldn't how it take forever it? to find these tiny, tiny spiders? I think there's, I think there's a number of them in that place, but yeah, you can, so we go and find it in the, in the grass and, and then we've got a, a special lens and a really experienced cameraman who's probably, I think he's in his, he might be in his early seventies. Actually, he's really, wow. really experienced. Yeah. And but he, not just an experienced cameraman. He must be an experienced hunter or some no, sort of. He, right? he, so we went with the scientist who helped us find them. Oh, okay. And then the the cameraman is a. Um, he worked on first planet Earth and all sorts of other things. And he's he's an expert at the sort of those macro, those little small sequences. Yeah. So we took him out, and he's brilliant. Did a, did a fantastic job of. Yeah. Uh, telling that story. But the, the series wow. is full of those kind of stories, actually. It's lots of new, so the new behavior with the dingoes and, you know, hunting the kangaroos not being seen before, the new species. So all across each episode, we've got one um, story in Asia. I loved the Asia episode because we have some monkeys that live in the snow, these blue-faced monkeys. They've actually got blue faces and blue testicles as well. Whoa. A blue scrotum. Wow. Oh, so Amazing. The curtain yeah. matches yeah. the drain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been waiting so Wait, long. Wait, hold on. Wait, yeah. the carpet. I said the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two synonyms. Yeah. Yeah. Too excited. <laughs> Too excited to get it so, out. So yeah, imagine if that was humans. If like you could look at someone's face and know what their balls would look like. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Ideal. Yeah. I mean, um, we try to say that of like big hands, you know, that means, oh, but yeah. it's not What does it mean? True. Big gloves or something? Well, have, the research has been done. The research has been done where I've been <laughs> Is like, it not this? true? It's not true. Oh, I always thought, how rude can we be on this podcast? Very, very oh, rude. Okay. I always thought if you had big hands, it might make your penis look small because it was <laughs> no, like it, relative. It's supposed to be like <laughs> big comparison. hands, big feet means yeah. that like you should be more well endowed. Yeah. And that mm. science does not check Check these out. out. Check these hands out. Mm-hmm. They, they are tiny. They, they look normal. Tiny. I don't know. That's, I also am not a poor judge of character or hands. <laughs> and also, I don't know if that means the opposite is true. Yeah. I, mean, I think could, it's just yeah. random. Like it's, it could be random. And, anyway, blue I've f- been surprised. I don't know. <laughs> the blue. <laughs> I've been like, oh. That's a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. well, that'll be bonus content. Yeah. The, um, it's called the curtain match the drapes. Yeah, with Addy. Addy. <laughs> so anyway, the blue-faced, blue-balled monkey. It's called a blue-faced uh, snub-nosed snow monkey. And mm-hmm. they live in the mountains of China. Okay. And they uh, walk on two legs. And so they were the origin of the myth of the Yeti. So when you see them walking along, these hairy monkeys through the woods. It must be pretty big too. uh, They're not huge. But it's it's weird why people thought that they were so massive, like the Yetis. Yeah. um, make Probably it more a of a story. Yeah. yeah big so, camera. yeah, so that's one of the stories. We have a story in Iran, which is a, a species that's only just been discovered. And when um, when I showed it to David Attenborough, who's the narrator for the series, who is 93, he's seen every oh animal on God. earth. And I said, what do you think that is? He said, I don't know. And I was so happy. In a, <laughs> you stumped him. So happy to make an old man sad. No, I was um, <laughs> I was so happy to sort of, just to trick him really. But when people watch it, they will not believe that it's an animal that exists. I won't spoil it, but you have to watch the Asia episode because oh. it is, I mean, when I showed it to an audience uh, of a few hundred people and everyone in the audience, everyone screamed when they saw it. Whoa. So I won't spoil that moment. <laughs> is this thing wait. where like we didn't, like, like can, I, can I ask why we hadn't found the animal before? It's um it's on the Iran Iraq border, um so it's a kind of it's not a well studied place, um it's uh, exceedingly well camouflaged, um, wow. cool. yeah, so really cool. really well camouflaged. Sweet. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. The break is over. Here we go back to the show about science. You guys do a great job. I feel like 
almost once per episode, at least in the Planet Earth, Planet Earth 2 series, where you're, you're catching things that have never been filmed before. Yeah. Um, which is just, if people haven't seen it, please go watch all of this stuff. Uh, do you what think are you that's doing? because of technology? Like, do you think that is because of just like better cameras, <laughs> better study, and like just we have more access to... So, so you can go deeper in the sea than so, we ever Yeah, I think, yeah, some of it's definitely to do with that. And we've used drones in the series, um, oh. which you can you know, oh. pack up in a little suitcase and right. take anywhere around the world. Unreal. And so we've been able to film, there's a, there's a sequence in the North America episode. I mean, we've all seen polar bears. Yeah. Maybe not in the wild, but we've we've seen pictures of them. We've seen them on TV, and we've so when the team came, so we've got a polar bear story. I'm thinking, oh, really? You know, what's this going to be? I would have seen it before, I'm sure. And it's uh, it's polar bears. They're standing on these rocks in a in a kind of um, a river. Well, it's sort of an estuary where the where the tide comes. It's like a tidal river, and these whales come in, the beluga whales, and the polar bears leap off the rock <gasps> onto the whale and catch the whale, which is like three times their size. What? Yeah, it's insane. So. <sighs> That's what I like about it as well. It's, it's the series has familiar animals doing unfamiliar things, but the, we managed cool. to capture that footage using drones uh, wow. from a mile away and <laughs> flying over the top of them. But the, the drones are so good now; the lenses are so long, sure. and the you know the, and I know drones can be a bit noisy, but they're when they're flying high enough, you, the animals are not bothered in the least. So definitely, you're right. So technology has helped yeah. us to capture new behavior and new stories. When you say animals doing unfamiliar things, is that like um? Is that like we just, we've just never seen it before or they've never done it before? And and there are reasons why all of a sudden polar bears are catching whales or yeah. we're just like, oh, oh we right. see it. Yeah, it's a really good question. So yeah. so um, the, the polar bear thing is uh, it's difficult because they may have been doing it somewhere in, in a remote corner that we've never seen. But this mm. has only been reported from that location in the last few years. Um, I, there was a report from like 1980 something about polar bears jumping off of an ice flow onto a onto a whale. Cool. But it was like, like the odd report but this is right. a bunch of them have all learned to do this in the summer and when the when the, there's thousands of belugas come in and they yeah. they jump on them um but about, it, i think what about I, the dingoes yeah the dingoes that has been happening for a while as well but again it just happens in remote places and people don't see it cool. so yeah i think it's a combination sometimes it's new behavior that's only just started to happen yeah we've got an elephant in the africa series uh, africa episode and he, um, he's called Fred Astaire, actually, because he stands on his hind legs. You know, imagine an elephant, how big they so are. So big. And sta stands on his hind legs so he can reach up to the higher branches. And he balances and teeters and it looks like he's dancing. Wow. So, um, yeah, I think there's, uh, there's two of them. I think it's Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Why is he reaching so tall? Because um, it's a drought and he, he needs to reach the food at the top. And he can, he's the only one who can get it. And then he pulls it down. All, all the other animals come in and then yeah. feed off of what he's oh, pulled it down. Gentlemen. He's, he's not doing it on purpose. I think he's just... It just it's oh. a kind of by accident. I'm, I know that would be a nice sort of happens to be. A yeah, gentleman. it would sure, be nice. That's the, that's the humanizing. That's, yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's, the Disney, that's the Disney. That's the Disney version. Right. Oh, and but it, a drought because of climate change. Uh, I mean, climate Maybe. change definitely has contributed to that. And we do we cover climate change stories within our series. We've got a story which will have. I mean, it has everyone in tears, everyone crying. It's about a little, little albatross and how climate change has impacted them and how they're going extinct. It's a beautiful little fluffy albatross chick. And um, yeah. yeah, I showed it to some people in our edit suite when we were first cutting it. And um, I turned around and they're all in tears. Oh, so um, no. yeah, it's really powerful. Yeah. Like, oh, no. And I was already crying yesterday watching Planet Earth stuff. I'm, I'm very susceptible You're to that. You're a big baby too. Yeah, I'm a gigantic <laughs> baby. Are you not? I don't cry. but um, You I, don't cry in uh, general? No, I don't cry in general, but I do. I feel Let's things. Something very bad happened. I know, to but, yeah, 
guy's damaged. But no, I, I definitely, I, I really, I really feel things really kind of, I mean, I'll watch something like, uh, you have X Factor here, do you? Or yeah. Sort of, yeah. Sure. I mean, I watch something like that and it, that, you know, I get totally sucked in by things like that and get really mm. moved by them. But I don't, I don't kind of shed the tears. It's okay. That maybe there's something wrong with me. I was watching just uh, full disclosure here, the, yeah. the Ice Worlds episode oh, yes. of Planet Earth yesterday. And when, you know, they start talking about how the ice is melting quicker and sooner and that you see the polar bear swimming and he's swimming for days and then he yeah. can't get food. I was just, it was destroying me. Yeah. That, that wrecked me. And speaking of, I wanted to talk about, because you were mentioning elephants. I know you were heavily involved in the Great Plains episode of Planet Earth, uh, the first season. And, uh, and there was this phenomenal sequence that was shot at night. And I think that was also the first time something like that had been captured where yeah. this like pride of lions took down an elephant. Yeah, that's right. There were 30 lions in this pride. So we'd heard this story that there were a big pride of lions and they were taking elephants and people just said in the morning they turn up and the lions all around the dead elephant and feeding on it. But they don't, no one was going out at night to see how they captured it or, sure, you know, you know what's happening. Yeah, night's really, night that's very scary. wise words. Well, yeah. I, was, I was actually, my follow question was just going to be about the nighttime in general, mm. but but continue to see my yes. So um, we went out to Botswana and we found the lions and it was on the first night and we were quite naive really, just sort of drove up to the, the lions in in the pitch black. We had an open back truck. Okay. So, it, and it's got no sides to it either. I don't know why we didn't get one with what? sides, but yeah, it was just like flat so that we could kind of rotate the camera fully round. Oh, and, oh, okay. you know, we had it sort of mounted on the back. And then- uh, How many of you are there? There was, uh, we had two vehicles. So we had, and we had three people in each vehicle. So we had like a driver, a camera operator, and a kind of spotter. So there's three Six in each Six of vehicle. you out there with 30 lions and an yeah. elephant? But that's actually quite a big crew. Normally we go with like two or three people. Oh my God. So we, we drove out and I heard the lions. Hey, look, the lions are over there. Listen, quick. So we drove over and then the, the lions suddenly just roared and came running at the vehicle. And I then I was really afraid. And I just dropped down to my knees and kind of covered my head and thought, that's it. We're going to get eaten. And within oh. within a, a few seconds, though, you should realize they're not jumping on the vehicle. What are they doing? So we shone the, the, the flashlight and they were all around the vehicle. And actually, they were more interested in kind of fighting each other. And there was a bit of a brawl going on, a bit of a battle. But they just, they were so scary. And they we then spent five or six weeks driving around, following them as they were hunting elephants. But they wow. never once jumped onto the back of the vehicle. They never once tried to attack us. They sometimes would brush past you. If your legs were dangling over the edge of the vehicle, they'd brush past Why you. Why were your legs dangling? Because you're a single risk. <laughs> yeah, you just play. You know, you said you, you play games. Yeah, we play a few games. <laughs> that's a game. Yeah, that's a game. No, a game of chicken. Yeah, game of chicken. Who can yeah. not get eaten by no, a lion? No, but you'd be laying back on the on the back of the truck and your legs are just dangling because you're falling asleep because you're sort of quite I would tired. I never dangle. I would not be able to fall asleep if my yeah. legs were dangling. And then they'd sort of around. brush past. It only happened like once or twice, but the lions are all around and, um, and then they would chase the elephants and jump on their back, which is extraordinary to think of a lion just leaping up onto the back of an elephant and then they'd start pulling at the legs like that kind of judo rugby thing again yeah. and then pull them down and, and, and kill them so that was a, a sequence in that in the first Planet Earth series yeah that sequence is so so wild yeah. I feel like you should be dead by now Johnny yeah you are very lucky it sounds like you're saying I'm old do you have no I'm <laughs> no. saying that so you rude. play with lions <laughs> was that atypical or like when you're going into okay we're going to be filming leopards for the next six weeks do you just assume like there's going to be some dangerous shit we're going to be around these things at night. Yeah. I mean, especially Are at night. Are you a kin spirit to Grizzly Man? You mean from the, from the movie? Are you kindred spirits? No. Okay. No, I mean, we... we Drama. Yeah. <laughs> Much. No. That was a great film. I felt really heartbroken, actually. That was so sad. That, yeah. That poor guy died. Yeah. yeah, it was really heartbreaking. And I had some friends who See, were kind again, of invo though, involved. Emotionally affected yeah. from the human. Yeah. 
No, I mean, I, no, I mean, I'm definitely sad by the, those sort of things. I mean, I wouldn't cry, but I just, yeah, it was, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a biologist by training, so I have a PhD in, in animal behavior and school and studying. I was outside doing like all the field work. Oh, I loved all of that. He yeah. Loves doing outside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun yeah. school. Got it. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun school. Yeah. And then we don't take kind of stupid risks. So we're just making okay. a piece of TV. We don't want people to get injured or die or yeah. fall off the skateboard or whatever they're going to do. We don't want that to happen. We want to kind of... Okay, fine. I will not apply. Yeah. <laughs> My God. I've just... never been more dragged before. <laughs> I was just plucking that as an example. Sure, sure, sure. sure. No, we, we just, we, we, you know, we do things safely. We definitely do things safely. But there are moments when, of course, you can't predict what an animal's going to do. You can't right. predict what the weather's going to do or... Yeah. You know. Are you guys out fun. there in the cold too? Yeah. Like, uh, what would you... Well, I'm talking degrees Celsius, but does that make sense to you? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Add 32 so, or something. Yeah. 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 We'll get it later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> negative, negative 30. Uh-huh. Cold. Cold. Yeah. I just okay. can't imagine when it's a few... And it's the same with the animals. I got to say, I'm, I'm watching like the penguins I was watching yesterday and I love penguins so much. I can't explain it to you, mm. but... Not, were, not in a weird way. No, no not in a weird way, okay. but I haven't met one in real life. So yeah. we'll see. You should. Yeah. Well, behind glass, but I haven't like sh sh shaken their wing, which I would love to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were, you know, they, they huddle up for warmth because they're so cold and they'll just stay that way for a long period of time. And I am <laughs> very sensitive to that because I hate, I was in Boston for four years, for example. And I just cannot stand the cold. I can't stand if it gets, if it fluctuates. Hey, Ethan, Ethan. Yep. Maybe buy a coat. Oh my God. Oh my yeah. God. I oh have my, coats. I have honey. coats. I've just been, I will just be angry. I just, right. And if you're out there for weeks, I'm just curious, like, are yeah. you suffering? Like, there? do you Is like that your shoulders are just always like this up near your ears? Right. This is the shoulder podcast. Um, I <laughs> shoulder podcast. <laughs> no, I mean just wear the right clothes, g genuinely. And okay, you, what's your favorite brand? Oh, my favorite brand. I, I'm not allowed. Do you to like a Patagonia? I'm, I'm not allowed face? to say. You're not allowed to no, say. No, say. because Are you I, I work. No, we work for BBC, and we're not allowed to promote any other organization. Wow. It's not promoting. I just want to know what to wear. When okay, I'm um, North Face. Uniqlo. I have a whole mix of Columbia. No. He's doing a very oh, good job no. of not promoting a certain You have a company. whole mix, but the mix doesn't include Patagonia, Columbia, North Face. What? Or yeah, I've got them. some North Face. North? Arcteryx is good. Arcteryx. Arcteryx. Do you know Arcteryx? No, I don't know Arcteryx. Okay. okay, well, okay. Yeah, well, go online and Google it. Okay, um, Google it. Use, go on the YouTube or whatever it is called. I'll go on YouTube to get fashion <laughs> clothes, shopping. clothes, yeah. That's yeah, smart. okay, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I have, I mean, honestly, I can ask you so many things and I know that we're probably running low on time, but... Like fast questions do you have a favorite yeah it's like speed dating i love it okay yeah. well let's speed date real yeah. quick johnny uh, don't don't be weird about it is there a favorite you have a favorite uh animal or in the world in the or world from the suit. oh my god it just changes all the time because you go to film an animal and think, oh my god i love that this animals. morning right this morning you woke up this morning you're like oh, i love i thought i had favorite animals and pumas. Then I start, oh, pumas is that the answer <laughs> yeah <laughs> your face is like i don't know what i just said wait why can you tell us why you like pumas puma um, because they're well back to the cats theme they're, they're yeah. extraordinary cats again we've got a sequence in the series which is uh, in South America and they are you know they're they're gorgeous animals. Yeah. Have you seen a, if you've seen a puma walking with the mountains behind it it's just it's wow. extraordinary yeah honestly when I think I th of puma I think of Rihanna's fashion line Oh, okay. She has like a puma. Yeah. And I and oh, I live in America and I, I am was gonna bad. say, and clearly you haven't been to the mountains of South America. Rhinos. So again in the oh. series we we filmed it's a really sad I nearly cried at this actually. So there was oh, I nearly almost so, got there. And the northern white rhino, which is a, a species of rhino, there's only two animals left in the world, two of them left, no. and they're both females. So <gasps> oh, they're Jesus. basically headed for extinction. So when those two females die, they will take with them the last of their kind, which has been on Earth for 
millions of years. Oh, and we went to see them and someone, you know, we went to film David Attenborough with these last two rhino to talk about extinction. And um, someone said, you know, we'll go, and, we'll go and see the Northern White Rhino. I said, yeah, sure, whatever. And I, I, I had no idea that I was going to feel that. I mean, I don't know, would you, you just don't know. You and yeah. walked up to them and I saw them and they're so noble and they're so, um, the thing is they don't know that they're the last ones and I was sort of patting them and uh, I was just, yeah, I was really heartbroken by that. It's just to, to think they're the last of their kind and and we, and we've done it and they don't know and they were so kind of gentle with me. So yeah, there's some really, man. so, so rhinos at that point, that was in the summer, I was like, rhinos, they're my favorite. Yeah, that's and huge. It's a really, it's a real thing of, I've, I've grown up, there's been animals in my house b- before I was in the house. My parents had a cat before me, so we've always had cats and dogs and uh, m- most of them have died. There's only like mm. one left and she now has cancer like on her face um, oh, and God. she has incredible energy and she's being so great about it. It, but mm. like it, she doesn't she doesn't know and it's yeah. and it was even this thing of like when I left for college it b- broke me up because I was like she doesn't know that I'll be back to visit like yeah. I can't let her know she just yeah. knows that I'm not there yeah. and like she doesn't know that she has cancer yeah. and we're not yeah. going to put her through treatment yeah because right. she because we won't because if because already like if you know someone like I I've, I've lost many loved ones to cancer but like they're fighting the whole time because they're like yeah. I know that like chemo sucks right now but i want to see my son graduate yeah. and i'm fighting for that and i know this sucks right now but a dog is like why is this yeah. right now yeah there's, should- a, there's a real sort of innocence and a naivety um yeah. and a kind of nobility as well of animals that they they just they sort of suffer and silence and don't know and it's really that really breaks my heart yeah and it's you can't talk to them mm. and they don't that's how it is. Yeah, this is taking us on my turn. Yeah, vet, the, well, well, I wanted vet. to get to this yeah. place actually, just <laughs> because I mean, seriously, how can we help? Essentially, is my question. Like, are there are there organizations that you uh, stand by that you think like, okay, this is you know, this is the way to go. This and, is what I contribute. And to. I'll put a follow up question on that. And and this might sound like a bad question to ask, but it's like, how can we help? And why is it important? Because I will say that like. Right now with like Iran and Australia, which also has the koalas, but also has like people and also like Puerto Rico and mm-hmm. in general should, should, climate I'll, change. I'll start with the why, why does it matter? Yeah. Um, and I'll say to you that every mouthful of food that you take, every breath that you breathe depends on a healthy natural world. Mm. So that's why it matters. Because if you don't have a healthy natural world, you will not be drinking nice pure water, eating good food. I mean, if you think of all the... The, the insects and, and what they do, they pollinate all the animals, all the fruit that you eat, the nuts, all of that, that yeah. is coming from an insect doing essentially a free job for us. And the, yeah. the services, the ecosystem services, as they're called, so the, the jobs that all animals do and that the plants do is estimated to be worth, um, I think it's double the GDP of the entire world, oh my God. which is $1.6 trillion every year. So those are, I mean, if people want kind of, you know, those reasons, or you're talking about cancer, 70% of cancer cures have been either from nature or inspired by nature. Wow. So, I mean, we haven't even discovered uh, lots of species as well. So, I mean, there are many sort of practical reasons, but there's also, I mean, we said earlier, when you're outside, you feel something, you know, it inspires us as humans just, just for that reason. It's just 
to have the inspiration of nature and but but you know that aside there's i mean there's a brilliant example in in new york actually of uh, the 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 water catchment area in new york they were trying to decide do we do we build like a big kind of water purification plant it's going to cost us 10 billion dollars or do we kind of improve the natural system mm. which will filter 90% of the water anyway and that will cost us 2 billion dollars so they saved 8 billion by by doing that so there's there's plenty of kind of real life examples of yeah. of nature helping us so that's the that's what I think. I mean, apart from the fact, as I say, when you see an animal or it inspires, and also we just have a kind of moral responsibility. But yeah. Yeah. there's lots of reasons. Maybe then what I'm struggling with is just like an existential dread of like trying to stop all the evil all the time with like the $30 that I have yeah. and how that it's can feel way. hopeless. And that's a long way. You know, I don't like when I hear that someone is like having a charity and it's raising money for an animal that's going extinct. I'm like, wow, you don't care about like the people who are dying in your neighborhood. Like I like, I will mm. think of that and be like, wow, how privileged like you kind of or, or being like you kind of took well, a really I, neutral I, I, stance. Like, you, you don't want to say that you're Republican or Democrat. So you're just going to support the animals like yeah. when I see a celebrity <laughs> supporting animals. I'm like, that's your cause. OK, I like the perspective Johnny's presenting. But your perspective though, is which awesome. Is cool. which is the best. It's it's like saying that if we, you know, if we save the environment, if we save the animals, it's like we're saving all of humanity. We yeah. can't survive without all of that. Oh. Stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think that's a nice, you know. Yeah. There's I, so I, much bad in the world, Johnny. How yeah. do we fix it? There's so much good as well. It's I'm really hopeful. Oh, yeah, talk about that. oh my god, I'm so hopeful. <laughs> honestly. Again, let, let's take the, the in the Asia episode in Seven Worlds, there's a, a story about whale sharks and how the local people have decided they used to hunt them and they just stopped hunting them. And now the whale sharks are doing really well and they're coming back. So there's there's plenty of positive stories. I don't know. I, I look at it and say, look, there's seven billion people on earth or it's something like that, isn't it? Seven and a half billion. Mm -hmm. And and that, on the one hand, you kind of feel sort of sadness and despair and think, what, is there any hope? But then I sort of think, well, seven billion people, if they all decide to do something, or even if half those people decide to do something right. and they can change their mind very quickly, then things can turn around fast, I think. I, yeah. Well, that's, that's why thing. the work that you do and everybody at the BBC is so absolutely paramount. It's so incredible. I mean, this should be required viewing for every human on yeah. the planet. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I want um, people to watch the shows and to, to be inspired and fall in love with the natural world and then be inspired to, to do something to help. And, and you know, I, I love being outside. I love wildlife. I love people who like wildlife as well. And then you, I want people to watch and be really, like I say, really, really inspired. And we're fortunate we get... Uh, about a billion people on earth watching these shows, which yeah. is really good. And we have, you know, we have Chinese co-producers. We have 250 million Chinese people watching. We have people in the UK who are like the young people in the UK who are like in their teens and twenties, early twenties are favoring watching these factual programs over any reality show, wow. any drama, anything else. You know, there's, awesome. there's some of the most watched programs in the UK. As I say, they they beat things like X Factor or Pop Idol or whatever's on. Yeah, UK um, rules. Yeah. UK rules. But I mean, that, that's, I don't know, maybe it's similar in, in other countries that you get a, a good young demographic. Yeah, watching. I hope so. Is there a, a foundation that you want to plug, promote, tell people this is more legit or you're not allowed? It's, well, there's my Swiss bank account. Um, I'll give, give you the numbers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's quite dark. I really thought something was coming. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you set me up for being <laughs> sarcastic <laughs> idiot that I am. So, um, no, I mean, we're not, we're, again, as the BBC, we're meant to be impartial. We're not allowed to say, I like Arcteryx or I like Columbia or I like Patagonia or whatever. Sure. And we're not allowed to say anything about this <laughs> or, the, or any of the charities as well. But I mean, there are, if you, it's pretty easy if you go online and have a look for, for different charities. World Wildlife Fund. 
pretty probably good WWF. Yeah, I had a sweatshirt good. from Delia's in the 2000s oh, that oh. had a big panda on it and it said mm. WWF on it. Ah. That sounds pretty good. So, well, you can you can have a look. I mean, we so for example with the with the Rhino story, when that's yeah. on TV, we have a a th thing online you can click through and there's like save the rhino foundation oh, you know great. there's different things that you can kind of have a look at but we're there just to tell a story to say here's the facts here's the images here's david attenborough's narration mm -hmm. we're telling these stories you now decide what you want to do we're not there to preach to anyone right. or say you shouldn't do this or finger wag or anything even though i'm now wagging my finger at you guys yeah i love it yeah but um so so we're there just to sort of to as i say to impartially document what we can yeah. and people will make their own decisions. And I think that's more powerful than telling people what to do. Well, an audience is smart. You yeah, exactly. Need, you don't need to, yeah. and that can honestly be more powerful. Yeah. It, it's like when you're in therapy and your therapist, yeah. and that's like, how, how do you feel about that yeah. is like such a coined and tired phrase, but right. it is like, okay, that's great. So how do you, so, and now tell me more. Yeah. And yeah. just like, just kind of asking and giving space for someone yeah. to, think deeper in it, a yeah, it's, channel. It's so much more powerful, powerful. When, yeah. when people come to a, a realization themselves or come to a thought that is that will last for a lifetime as opposed to yeah. saying, hey guys, you need to do this and give money here and do that. And yeah. they'll be like, what? I, you know, you know what it is? Uh -huh. it's, it's choice and it's yeah. ownership. And then people, exactly. and then you can have pride about it yeah. and you can feel like you did something. Yeah. Well, do something and watch Seven Worlds, One Planet. It's probably out by the time this comes out, honestly. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Jonathan. Well, I had more questions. Oh, oh, go on. Come on. Give us some. Well, I just wanted to know about, I, I wanted to know, you know, about the drama. I wanted to know about like how people, <laughs> you're going out and you're traveling for all these weeks. So who's married? Are there? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that wow. is true. That's but a good question. Like, how, and that's like, the end of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You have like, to be single you, to go on the truck. What kind of, are you like, are you, is that like a sacrifice that you make? Right. Is or like, if you're, does your loved one come with you come and with they you. have the same job? Yeah. Uh -oh. um, so, <laughs> we both, <laughs> struck a chord. Ethan and, I, Ethan and I were looking at each other while we were talking, and then we both turned and looked at Johnny, and that was that beat of silence that you just heard. <laughs> like, well. No, I mean, there's, there's, it's difficult. Definitely when you're younger and you're single, it's a lot easier if you're away. I used to be away for eight or nine months of the year. I wow. mean, then how can you have a relationship? Then you can't. Right. And then as you get older, maybe you want to have a relationship, then you, and you have a relationship, you have kids and things, and then you're having to kind of juggle that. And, and I mean, I go away a lot less than I used to because I, I run that team now and I'm not, you know, so lots of younger people in their twenties and thirties are all going out and going filming and that's really good. Yeah. Um, and I go out on some of the trips and I may maybe go out at the beginning of a trip and help them to get it started. So, um, but then again, you there's your, then you have a 70 year old cameraman who's got to be, yeah, because he right. knows yeah. what's up. So, so I, I, yeah, I mean, it is, it's difficult to juggle all of that, but, um, but I mean, everyone has difficult jobs, don't they? Difficult. Yeah. That's one, that is one of the, it, you're absolutely right. You're spot on. That's one of the, the kind of challenges is friends and family or people say, Hey, we're getting married. And you say, Oh, I can't. Yeah. Or someone says, Oh, right. my birthday party. You're like, yeah, well, good luck. And then after a while you start thinking, this is ridiculous. These are my friends. These are yeah. major events. I need to be there. Yeah. But you're also sacrificing that to save humanity. So mm. pretty cool. Well, I'm doing it selfishly because I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, there's that I, I, I really love telling stories. You know, when, when you're a kid and you're doing like the school plays and things, I loved it. You did the school play mm -hmm. and everyone was there and they all kind of loved and applauded or whatever and you you made it was a creative collaboration to tell a story and make people happy and that is what we're doing now i mean that's what that's why i kind of got into it really because i did a lot of drama and a lot of yeah. you know wildlife stuff and actually this is a kind of perfect combo for me yeah definitely. um there's a my dad and i quote this line from the godfather 2 oh, a yeah. lot and um, i have to rewatch the movie um but basically someone dies someone someone gets murdered by someone else and obviously obviously yeah. and then someone's sad about it and then <laughs> and then and then an older wiser you know person tells that person who's sad of being like listen 
that guy was running his mouth when he knew he shouldn't. He was talking to people he shouldn't have been talking to. He was doing stuff he knew he shouldn't be doing. So when he winds up dead, am I sad? Yeah. But am I surprised? No. This is the business we've chosen. Mm-hmm. And he said, and my dad and I quote, this is the business we've chosen and this is the life we've chosen. Cause it's like, you know, if you're a comedian, like I work, I have shows on nights when people are going out or yeah. being like, yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't know. I can't come hang out because I have this show. I can come by at 10 after it. Mm-hmm. But my job is when people are playing like that kind of thing. Yeah. And like, yeah. this is the life. And I've, and I think I've missed out on some, I mean, like my college experience is almost null. Like I dropped right. out of school because I was not, I was barely even going to class and people, my roommates who I loved would be like, do you want to hot box the bathroom with us? And I was like, that I, sounds kind of dirty to me. I mean, okay, well, I mean, smoking weed in a new NYU dorm room. Okay. I thought it was, baby in I, the 2000. I thought it was, I thought it was something like having a sauna or something like hot box. No, yeah. no, it's just, it's just, it's just four people getting, to a little bathroom, you just smoke weed, and you oh. turn the vent on so the. Do you know what pe- can't people smell. watch Planet Earth smoking weed? It's that's one of the most popular things in, oh, the, yeah. in the UK. Well, maybe sense. all around the world. Yeah, is, maybe that's why it's the most watched. That was a pastime program. of me and my ex-boyfriend. Is, is sit, yeah. sit and smoke. Weed. Is that why you broke up? You sit and sm- no, other smoke. Reasons. <laughs> <laughs> other reasons. <laughs> you sit and smoke weed and w- and watch the show. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I totally like get a, that. Yeah, it's great. I've done it. Yeah. It's great. Um, but I, I haven't, by the way. Oh. Okay. I, I wasn't smoking weed. Oh, I wasn't inhaling. I didn't inhale. I didn't inhale when I was making it. I didn't inhale. I spat it By the time we, we uh, finish speaking, we will get you to cry and we will yeah. get you to smoke weed. <laughs> watch <laughs> and inhale. Yeah. Work. So it's going to be Johnny smoking a big blunt, <laughs> yeah. watching the rhinos yeah, like just go about their day. Oh, I'll and be so a happy. tear goes down and he goes, they don't even know. I also <laughs> want to see Johnny on the phone and somebody telling him like, your, your son's going to be born. You need to be here and he goes this is the business i've chosen this is a yeah, yeah. Chosen. <laughs> sorry yeah, yeah but um, I like well thank it. you for that character know. assassination yeah, yeah you're absolutely. so welcome <laughs> anytime that's why i bring people on yeah um, but, we, but we like that quote we like that i brought it up yeah no that was great <laughs> we like that i derailed Can the you, podcast no, episode from tell ending. me again i'm gonna i'm gonna memorize it what it's, is it? uh, this is the business we've chosen okay i'm gonna say that to the team next time when someone's whinging like some this is the business yeah we've chosen. some well, it's a freaking millennial thing. I say this is the business we've chosen. My, but we also say this is the life we've chosen. Oh, okay, this is the life. We've you, chosen. you can do either or, okay. but it is a feeling. I think when you give, when you tell someone like this was a choice that you made, mm-hmm. it gives someone agency. The same thing of like that ownership thing. And when you have agency, it's harder. It's hard to view yourself as a victim, and it's hard to yeah. view your life as being out of your hands because. Yeah. You chose this, you so it's like, it. but, yeah. but also you, there, there's so many upsides. Like of your job, you know, you can you can dwell on all the sort of like, well, I didn't do this and do that. But actually, then you say, hey, but look, I get to do this. Oh, I, mean, I get to I do a podcast do with else. Ethan. You know, I mean, that's why I do it. Yeah, do no, but there's so, so many upsides to it, really. Oh yeah, there? yeah. I mean, and, and that's also the thing of being like, and then it's easier to focus on those upsides of like why I wouldn't do anything else with my life. Except yep. I, I now listening to, I was like, well, maybe after the podcast, I'll talk to Johnny of like, how could like a comedian like tag along for like three weeks? Great idea. And like document. I mean, oh actually. Oh, I've got now, here was lots of ideas now sp- swirling around my head. Wait, Johnny, I will hundred percent do this. Yeah. yeah. Johnny, can we just email you pitches for this show where we go along and like, we'll make jokes, but then we'll also learn about like how lions hunt or whatever. Well, you'd freeze to death, wouldn't you? I'll, I'll wear. You'll buy a coat. You'll buy a, coat. Buy a proper coat. I'll buy two coats. I'll buy two coats. One Columbia, <laughs> one Arctic. Yeah, it'll be so funny to watch YouTube. me freak out about how cold it is. Yeah, and, we and both hate the cold. And you'll get to like shake the little oh, wing of a penguin. Wing. Oh my god! Okay, I this like it. I don't know if this is a bit or not because I would do this. No, no, That's no. We'll thing. definitely bother him. Yeah. like we may not get this show, but we will pester him we'll periodically pester. to yeah. get this done. Where are you? Where are you based? We're waiting for you. Based? Oh, all over the place. Yeah, I just I'm on the move. You know. 
Oh, yeah, you'll oh, no, find same. us. Oh my god, same, totally yeah, same. Yeah. I'm always touring. No, always touring. Um, I am in Bristol in the UK, which is mm. a little kind of green city, little okay. environmental Played city. A long really. Subway ride from here to Bristol. Oh, it's yeah. not too far. Just. Yeah, where's it through? Yeah, kind of under the whole of America and the whole of the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, technology's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. We'll just send letters that are addressed to Bristol. Bristol yeah. yeah. Oh, it would get there, I'm sure. Okay, yeah. perfect. Um, Do you want to end the podcast? Yeah, I can't thank you enough for coming. I'm sorry we went long. I hope that's cool. Um, and we have to watch this entire show and then have you back and tell you or ask you questions about I it, I guess. I have no sense of time when it comes to podcasts. I would, I would love to come back. Yeah, we've, it seems like we've been here for like 24 hours or something. Yeah, yeah. But five minutes as well. Stuffed in this bunker for a yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've yeah, been hibernating. Bunker. Oh, yeah, we are in the lion's den. We went out at night and then we could not get back out. We are in an elephant carcass right oh, now. Yeah. Acoustics, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but a little uncomfortable, I would say. A little say. uncomfortable, a little stinky. Great. It smells like an elephant carcass. Smells yeah. like maybe that's because you've been rolling in your dog pee. That is, mm. yes. That I'm, just oh, be you. Right. I forgot that I said that into a microphone. I have been sleeping in. <laughs> Honestly, she's peed like three, four times in the bed. Mm. Okay. There's a lot of towels down. Hey. Well, good luck with uh, finding that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure someone is going to be dying to date you now yeah. so after this podcast. in the world. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. And thank you to you two. And Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bad Science is hosted and produced by me, Ethan Enberg. Our associate producer is Emily Feld. Our engineer is Jeremy Schmidt. And the executive pro, go watch every episode of Seven Worlds, One Planet. I'm not kidding. It's fantastic. Producer is Brett Kushner. Bad Science is edited by Lucas Bollinger. And our social media is managed by Blue Whale Media. Shout out to EJ and Kate. Oh, follow us on Instagram at Bad Science Pod. If there's a movie you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to email at badscienceatseeker.com. That's badscienceatseeker.com. And please leave us an iTunes review. You give us five stars. I sound like an Uber driver, but we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Bye.